Hey, Dumb Diary. Welcome back to this week's episode. So, I think it's episode 7, which is honestly kind of crazy that I've been doing this for 7 weeks consistently. Like, I really thought I wasn't going to be able to keep up with the weekly schedule but I am and I'm pushing through and I'm having fun with it because honestly guys this is like my me time like I enjoy doing it so anyways obviously as per usual before I get into the topic of today's episode I'm just gonna talk about how my week went and have a conversation with you guys you know sit down also I know last episode was a little bit echoey I'm really sorry about that um it's because I like to record in open spaces it's just a little bit more comfortable for me I know I said I enjoy or I I like the sound better when it's in a smaller space but it's not as comfy for me so um I just want to be as comfortable as possible basically and to (coughs) sorry to do that I need to be in an open space because I have more room to like sit down lie down you know anyways so uh today or this week it was pretty normal I think I worked Tuesday and then I had to drive my brother right after work and then (coughs) sorry I don't know why I'm like and then cram my homework and get it done um which was not fun like I was so tired However, I did take a math test on Tuesday, and I thought I did pretty well. It was low-key kind of easy, but that's because I studied. I mean, I normally study for math tests, but last math test or, like, exam, I didn't do as well as... Sorry, oh my god. I didn't do as well as I thought I would because I think I... Like, there's... I I sometimes overstudy, which is so annoying, Um, and I just, you know, was stressed and I over... I overexerted myself to the point where I just literally blanked on some of the questions. But I think I did good this test. So hopefully I do, I get a good grade back. So yeah, that was Tuesday. Today, <clears throat> I'm actually filming this on a Wednesday, guys. Thank God we're back to the regular recording schedule instead of filming literally on the day that it's about to be posted. Because those past two weeks where I was recording when it was supposed to be posted were so stressful. I literally hated it. It was, I I didn't like it. I had to edit it the day of. And for me, I really like routine and I like planning things out. So like that was just not it. I didn't like it. But yeah, so happy Wednesday. I mean, not happy Wednesday. Happy Sunday to you guys, but happy Wednesday to me. Uh, I didn't really do a lot. I, well, it's Ash Wednesday and my family's Roman Catholic. So we went to church. We got some ashes. I'm not very religious, but I, you know, my, I just go with my family anyways. And then I cleaned my bed sheets because it's really good for your skin. I clean it every week, every uh, two weeks, maybe if I don't really want to, but, um, you know, there's so much bacteria growing on your skin and on your pillows and stuff. So make sure you clean your bed sheets at least once or twice a week and make sure you change your pillowcases once a week um I saw a dramatic change in my skin once I started doing that I mean obviously I have a pretty strict and consistent skincare routine um but also external things like you know where you put your face on at night for several hours to sleep um does affect your skin so wash your bed sheets kids really good um also my dog sleeps on my bed 
and I don't know what kind of germs she'd be bringing on my bed, so I also just like to wash it, and she sheds a lot, so I like to get the hair off. That was what I did today. Um, I have a club meeting to run tomorrow, Thursday. I have a Saturday shift, unfortunately, again this week. It's, I work two Saturday. I normally work two Saturdays in a row and then we have off because my boss is going on vacation for spring break. Um, I think her kids have spring break um, in March or this, yeah, this month. So <clears throat> that's why we're doing so many Saturdays in a row. And then on Sunday, I'm going to see Tyler, the creator. I'm so excited. Um, the last concert I went to was Coin, which was really good. They're this, like, kind of indie pop rock. I don't really know what genre they are. But they're, like, this indie band. And I saw them in Philly. And I'm going to be back in Philly to go see Tyler, the creator. I already have an outfit plan. And I'm so, so excited because I've never been to, like, a rap concert um, and I feel like the vibe is just completely different when it's not a pop artist because a lot of the artists that I've seen are like pretty pop big. I mean, yeah, like Shawn Mendes, Bruno Mars, um, Harry Styles. Those are all like pop artists. I've never been to a rap concert. So that's exciting. And then next Friday, I'm going to see my first K-pop concert because yes, guys, I am a K-pop fan. I'm not one of those crazy ones, but... I do enjoy their music, and I'm going to see P1 Harmony, which is, like, this relatively new group. I mean, not relatively new. They're pretty... They're, like, a year, I think. Their group has been around for, like, a year or so. And I'm going to see them in New York next week. So I'm so excited for that. I'll give you guys an update next week when I record my episode, hopefully on Wednesday again, and I keep my steady routine. Um, but that's my week. Uh... And that's my plans for next week. So I guess we can get into the meat of today's episode. So if you guys don't already know, um, I may have mentioned it in previous episodes. I don't know. But um, I'm a middle child. So I have, I'm like the middle child, by the way. Like there's no, I don't have another sibling that's also a middle child. So like if there was four of us, you know, the two in the middle would be middle children. But um, I'm like the only middle child. So, I have an older brother. Uh, he is 22. He's turning 23 this year. For reference, I'm 18. And um, my younger brother is 12. He's turning 13 this year. <clears throat> Sorry. So, our age gaps are pretty big. Um, between the three of us, all of us, if you look at it um, individually, so me and my older brother, we are five years apart. And then me and my younger brother are five years apart. But then the youngest and the oldest are 10 years apart. So yeah, that's a very large age gap. And it honestly might play into the reasons why we are the well, no, I know it plays into why we are the way we are and our relationships between each other. But um, it also affected the way I grew up as a middle child because I wasn't immediately a middle child two years after I was born because I know a lot of my friends have siblings that are kind of within their age range. I mean, the year, like the age gap isn't too big. Maybe it's like two years, three years. Um, but five years is a pretty big age gap. So um, I was the youngest for five years of my life. Five, four years of my life. Um, my brother was born in August. I don't really want to do the math right now, though. So, 
<clears throat> but I was the youngest for a little bit. I don't even remember much about being the youngest, if I'm being completely honest, because as soon as my younger brother came in, I mean, it was literally all about him. Like, they coddled him. He was the baby. He is still the baby of the family. I mean, like, I literally get yelled at when I yell at him for something that is completely justifiable. So, yeah, it is clear that he is the baby of the family. If you talk to my parents, though, and you ask them about it, they're definitely going to deny it because I feel like with, like, People, I mean, like, parents who are trying to be good won't admit that, like, they don't have a favorite or that they don't coddle any of their children who are already grown. Because, like, obviously it's okay to, like, coddle and, like, you know, give more attention to a a newborn child. But, like, I'm saying, like, I mean, like, my younger brother's straight up gonna be a teenager already. So, uh, you know? All right. So that's why I wanted to talk about the middle child syndrome theory, belief, I don't know what you want to call it, because I honestly believe that I low-key suffer from it. Or at least being a middle child has shaped my personality um, definitely more significantly than maybe other middle children because my dad is also a middle child, but he's a middle child in a family of um, like four kids. So, I mean, there's six, it's the uh, family of six, but there's four kids. So he is the, I think the second youngest. So, but he's still a middle child, but it's kind of different when you have another middle child, quote unquote, to relate to. Um, so I feel like being a middle child for me has been more of a personality changer. I don't know, shaper, whatever you want to call it. Um, than in comparison to my dad but you know every time I bring up being a middle child he's always like well I was a middle child too well technically that doesn't count because you had another middle child to relate to I didn't I'm all alone I'm all alone in this ball game and it's mis it was miserable I mean I'm learning to accept it now I'm older and obviously I've come to terms with um my environment and why I grew up and how I am the way I am but you know it really did affect me a few years back which is why I want to sit down and talk about it with you guys so if you don't really know what middle child syndrome is basically it's the kind of general belief that middle children are excluded or ignored or um like neglected during their childhood maybe even into their adulthood um because of their birth order and there are some like theories that it does affect that that child and causes them to have certain personality and relationship characteristics because they because of their birth order. Um and honestly, if you look at it from a general standpoint, I think that everything in the middle is kind of always ignored. Um and I think it's just because people tend to polarize a lot of stuff. I mean like first and last, uh richest and poorest biggest and smallest. There's nothing really in between because it's kind of just ignored. Like there's really no in between between biggest and smallest. I mean, sure you could say in the middle, but then again, it's ignored, you know? Um, So I think that's just kind of why the general theory goes that like middle children are neglected or they have a lack of attention because, you know, in human nature we do polarized stuff. Now I did do a little bit of psychology research again because I was curious as to what science has to say about this syndrome. This, I don't think it's a, um, 
certified like syndrome kind of thing. I don't, I def, I don't, I definitely don't think it is, but um, this uh, theory, I guess you want to say. So I, I don't, yeah. So, anyways, a popular psychologist. Um, I you probably have heard him if you're super into psychology or if you've ever taken any like general psychology classes. Because, like, for me in high school, I have, and um, I've heard of Alfred Adler. Um, but basically, Alfred Adler has this birth order theory where they, it does affect, like, he does believe that children born in their birth order have certain personality and characteristics. Personality, personality traits and characteristics. So it's generally theorized that the oldest child tends to be a little bit more authoritarian and kind of feels a little bit more powerful because of the higher expectations set by the parents. Because when you have your firstborn child, you're going to go by the book because, I mean, it's your first kid. You've never experienced the life of parenthood before. Sure, you've maybe babysitted a kid, but never having your own child and then having to raise your first kid. I know a lot of parents that tend to go by the book because they don't want to be reckless because this is their first kid they're raising and they don't really want to be open to any risks and they want to have this strict, steady, set routine. So that's kind of why um, older children, the eldest, the firstborn, whatever you want to say, tend to have a higher set bar for them, for themselves, and for their parents, by their parents. I mean, I generally kind of see it in my brother. There are times when he, like, is kind of lazy, but most of the time he really does want everything to go the way that he wants it to. And I mean, a lot of people are like that, not just, like, the eldest born, but, you know, I'm kind of generalizing characteristics of the eldest born and kind of relating them to my brother so that you can kind of see the connection. But um, for the youngest child, they're normally treated like um, a spoiled baby that um, never really uh, goes as far in their childhood as maybe their siblings do. <clears throat> I don't necessarily believe that this is true with my younger brother. There are times where he doesn't necessarily um strive or try as hard academically but he does um taekwondo and i think honestly he's really good at it he enjoys it and <clears throat> you know um i've never done i was never really super into athletics as a kid so he does do that i mean my oldest brother <coughs> Sorry, oh my god. My oldest brother did do swimming, competitive swimming. I mean, we all swam, I think, my whole family. I mean, my all my siblings swam. Like, yeah, I don't know why I worded it so strangely, but yeah. But my brother was the one that kind of um, continued on with it for a little bit longer than us. So, um, he also was pretty far in athletics during his childhood. And it's generally theorized that the middle children are even-tempered, but they kind of have trouble fitting in between the younger and older siblings because um, we're just sandwiched. There's never really, like, okay, honestly, I don't really believe the even-tempered thing. I have some anger issues, and I know a lot of the times since 
we are technically the middleman, the quote-unquote middleman. We're better at mediating arguments and um, issues in the family or like between siblings. I genuinely don't think that's true, guys. I know it sounds bad, but I low-key love instigating arguments with my siblings. I mean, like, it's for fun, though. Like, it's, not, it's no hard feelings, but I don't see myself as a mediator. So, again, honestly, like, a lot of the general characteristics that go towards being a middle child may not apply to my situation um, because they're kind of pretty umbrella. Um, for more common characteristics about four middle children, um... Because we are talking about middle children, I'm not going to obviously get into being an older child or the youngest because I don't know what the experience is like and I don't really want to um, interview my siblings at the moment. <laughs> Maybe in a future episode though, I feel like that would be cool. Now, uh, normally middle children, because of their lack of attention during their childhood or because of like the reason that they were never coddled is that we tend to be a little bit more rebellious and act out against our parents. Um, also, we tend to be a little bit less religious um, in comparison to the rest of our family members, which honestly I think is pretty true. I'm not too... I mean, like, my family is not, not super religious. We do go to church for the holidays um, and, like, uh, Roman Catholic holidays as well. So, like, Easter and, like, Ash Wednesday, obviously, um, Lent, you know, but, um, I don't necessarily, like, read the Bible, um, I, neither of my siblings do, but, um, they do pray more often than I do, and I don't, I don't pray at all, which, I mean, might sound bad, but I am not super religious, so, yeah, and, uh, I, I mean, I got confirmed, and I did my, um, confession I don't know there's a proper word for it penance I think it's penance confirmation penance and communion so I did like the normal Roman Catholic children schooling I guess um so yeah but like I ended after eighth grade and and so did my older brother so again not super religious but I'm also a little bit less religious than my parents even though in general <clears throat> We aren't super into Catholicism, I guess. Um, but yeah, we're um, a lot more likely to act out against our parents, which honestly, like, I'm not going to dish it out for y'all because I don't want to get my ass caught by my parents. But yeah, I do. I mean, like, there's some things I've done behind their backs, but that's like normal teenage shit, again, that they just don't know of. <laughs> so to and to my parents that are listening to this if they are hey mm, yeah I mean um and I think a lot of it because of this and because of the lack of attention during my childhood I think I struggled for a little bit to have an identity because I mean I looked up to my older brother and I thought that by um kind of adopting some of his personality and character uh, person I always keep doing that I never finish personality traits and characteristics that I would build my own identity upon his which is not the case um didn't work out properly so um I have trouble um kind of I mean I, I had trouble finding my own identity and and being independent because um 
I was stuck in the middle, and I had really uh, little to no guidance on that. Um, and a lot of the time, I think it's because that is mostly because of the reason why I have, like, I easily hyperfixate on things, certain celebrities, certain movies, um, certain hobbies, um, or I have, like, this urge to, like, dye my hair a crazy color. But honestly, that might just be because I'm literally insane. But, I mean, I've never dyed my hair crazy. I mean, I think I went red. I had, like, a, tra- a strand of red hair once. But that was, like, impulsive. Um, and I, I was just doing it for fun. I mean, my parents don't really mind me dyeing my hair. But it's because I've never done crazy colors. I think they would kill me if I came home with, like, bright electric blue hair. But, um... I've done blonde, and I've done, um, I'm, I'm cur- I currently have brown hair. Um, so nothing crazy, but I mean, my parents did like my black hair, my natural hair. So, um, that's not really acting out, but there are other things that I have done that I've acted out against. I mean, <laughs> I think that's like normal teenage shit though. So, I guess, I don't know. Um, it's also like kind of... I feel like a lot of people think that middle children are pretty sociable. And again, like I said that before, with um, good social social skills comes the ability to do to kind of be a good mediator um, and, and want fairness in situations. Obviously, I do agree with the in fair and equal aspect um, in, in situations, in certain situations. Obviously, not every single situation is the same. But I don't really think I'm a good mediator, to be honest with you. It's kind of hard for me to find my own middle ground, um, again, because I never had any guidance. So doing it alone as a kid was definitely a struggle for me. I don't think I'm sociable at all. Um, to some extent, with my close friends, obviously. But um, I don't have an easier time like, in comparison to my brother, my brother actually is a very, very sociable person. He makes friends so easily, and he's just a very warm person. For me, it's kind of hard for me to warm up to others, and um, I struggle a little bit to make new friends um, because I like familiar familiarity. Sorry, familiar, familiarity. <laughs> um, so, you know... I kind of shy away from making new friends. Obviously, that's going to change when I go to college because I'm going to be away. Um, but yeah, I just don't think I'm that sociable. I really enjoy my alone time. Um, mostly on the weekends, I low-key like spend it on my own. Um, it's rare that I'll go out. Maybe I'll go out like once or twice a week with my friends. At the most, twice a week. Um, I just don't really like it. I like to sit in the corner of my room and read. So, um, not really true in my situation. Maybe in other situations they are. I know my dad isn't as sociable in comparison to my mom. But, um, he isn't as antisocial as I am. So, again, it doesn't pertain to all of our situations. But I just wanted to bring up general characteristics in a middle child. Because, you know, I did read up on it. I thought it was cool. Um, and trying to figure out the why the I was the way I was. Now, with sociability also comes working well as a team. I don't necessarily think that I'm not good as a team player, but I don't I like to lead because I like everything 
to happen. I like to have control of things. I'm not like a control freak, but um, I don't like when things get out of hand and when the person doesn't, or like when the leader doesn't know what's going on. So I tend to want to be a leader. I'm not saying I'm refusing to be a team player, but um, I think I work well as a leader, which is kind of weird because um, I don't know really where that stemmed from. Again, not everything is going to stem from me being a middle child. Obviously, the environment that I grew up in and a lot of other aspects um, add to my personality. But, you know, being a middle child, I believe, kind of paved the way to why I am the way I am. To reiterate, because I've been saying that the entire time. Um, But, yeah, I mean... Not super sociable, but I think I I think I'm a good friend. I'm very trustworthy, um, very open minded, you know. But I just I'm not as sociable. Like I just don't I don't make new friends often. I don't and I don't really want to unless it's like necessary in the situation, like in college. So that's kind of the vibe we're getting at, I guess. Um. It's also said that, like, the first sibling to move away is going to be the middle child. Or at least move far away or the farthest away. Because um, it kind of stems from the fact that, like, their family doesn't necessarily um, pay attention to them. Or, like, it's kind of misunderstood. And, again, it's literally due to the lack of attention in their childhood. Which I will get into personal stories later because... the lack of attention was, uh, I'm, I mean, I'm never, I'm not saying that I didn't get any love, um, when I was growing up, but in comparison to my siblings, when you look at it from a bigger picture, yeah, it was, yeah, um, this one, okay, this one is low-key true, guys, I mean, I really want to go to an out-of-state college, um, Again, thinking about University of Tampa, but I'm waiting to hear back from other schools. And now, Tampa, um, okay, so I live in New Jersey. Tampa is about 14, 1300 miles away. Okay, that might be wrong. Maybe it's like 1200 miles away. It's very far, though. It's above 1000. That's very far from home. And um, I honestly think I do pretty well by myself far away. I've always been super independent because. I mean, I kind of had to be. No one was really guiding me when I was younger because all the attention was on the youngest. And um, my older brother was off doing his other things because he was significantly older than me. So he was able to go out and about and, you know, um, with his own life and just deal with his things in his own life. But, um, yeah, I plan to move um, the farthest away. I mean, my oldest brother... My oldest brother. I have one older brother. <laughs> My older brother um, went up North Jersey for college. Uh, it was only like a, maybe like an hour away. So, yeah. Uh, by car, Tampa is about 17 to 20 hours away. So, it's pretty far. Without any stops, by the way. Without any breaks. Um, so, again, pretty far. I mean, by a plane ride, it's like two hours. Maybe three. So, yeah. But it's it's very significant um, difference in the distance, um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I think I'm, that's, really pertains to my situation, 
And it wasn't never necessarily because I felt misunderstood by my family. I mean, in a way, yeah. But um, I just want to go out and experience life a little bit more. I, um, I've kind of lived in this town my whole life. So I want to go out, experience a little bit more. You know, never hurts to go live in a different state. And I just want to be open to more experiences. And... That's kind of why I think I'm a little bit more open to moving than my other siblings. I mean, my younger brother can't really say anything right now because he's only 13, 12, 13. I'm just going to say 13 because he's turning 13 this year. So, yeah, I think that's pretty, reigns pretty true. There's also, um, I'm just going to keep listing, by the way, guys. I feel like it's kind of fun to do that. Um middle children tend to take up something that the their older sibling isn't necessarily as good at. So my brother uh, was more into athletics. He didn't really care about school um, when he was in high school. He finished college now. He's a registered nurse. Yay, little clap. <laughs> um, but he was never really academically oriented when he was in high school. Um, it wasn't until college where he realized that, like, studying was important and it did help you get good grades. But he, you know, he didn't really care about assignments. He did the bare minimum. And, you know, he did have the potential to rise above and be a good student. But he was just lazy and he just didn't want to do that. Um, and he was more into athletics, which is totally okay. That's there's There's nothing wrong with that. He ended up in a great spot now. He's an adult now. He graduated from high school, he graduated from college. So I'm just saying that like, yeah, you don't necessarily have to be academically oriented to be successful, but also don't expect um, everyone's situation to end up the way that my brothers did because he was just lucky and he realized in college that, yeah, school's important to be successful in somewhat, you know? Uh, so because of that, I took up being the academic child, academic academically oriented child in my family um I'm more of a scholar than he was I mean I'm not like top student but I definitely did get um a higher GPA in high school than he did and I love school I love learning I think it's so much fun um and it kind of gives me a steady steady set routine which I enjoy and I don't know learning has always been such a fun experience for me and um, I think I just was more drawn to being, um, the scholar of my family, I guess you want to say, and I pride myself in that, y'all, like, every, every time we bring something up, like, I'm always like, well, I was the better student in school, even though, I mean, like, he's older now and he's graduated, but, um, yeah, so I did take up something that my older brother wasn't necessarily good at. And that's totally okay. I mean, every child is different. Um, and, you know, middle children tend to not be perfectionists and be more open to risks and new ideas. Uh, I guess it kind of, I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Middle children, well, me as a middle child, I'm very, very open to new ideas. Um... I literally bought these Tyler the Creator tickets on a whim, y'all. Didn't even think ahead of time. I was like, nope, we're going. Didn't even think of rides. Didn't even think of anything. I was like, nope, we're going. And then I bought them. And I was like, yeah, this is 
this is it didn't have a set plan in certain situations i do enjoy having a steady steady and set routine but most of the time i do like taking risks and i just like being literally all over the place i am not a perfectionist i'm okay with failure and mistakes i used to not be for a little bit but obviously i've grown and i've learned from that and i am not as much of a perfectionist as my brother or my parents which also plays into their star signs which i will probably do like next episode or something because i think zodiac signs and the moon signs and um astrology is so cool but my brother is a gemini and my both my parents are virgos virgos are huge perfectionists so i think my brother did adopt that personality trait from them and being me i'm not very family oriented so a lot of the time I didn't, a lot of the times I don't think I necessarily adopted a lot of personality traits from my family. I mean, here and there, obviously, because they did play a role in raising me, a huge, huge role. But, you know, yeah. Um, a lot of the, like, a lot of articles said that middle children are a little bit more uh, skilled at negotiating and, like, general persuasiveness in debate because we have the ability to see more than one side of the argument and in a way that kind of makes us a little bit more empathetic um for my situation I am a huge empath and I like to see both sides of the story because again I had the privilege of having one older sibling and one younger sibling so I could see both sides from my viewpoint and because I was sandwiched in the middle and um I don't necessarily know if that played a role in me being some uh this huge empath because you know obviously again being a middle child is not just what made up my personality it's not my only personality trait is what I'm trying to get but um I think that in a way partially I am really good at compromising I guess I mean yeah like the negotiating yeah because I was sandwiched between two siblings so I did have to try and figure out arguments again not the best mediator but because I did instigate some arguments but if you asked me to negotiate I will not be opposed to it. Despite all of these kind of positive um, characteristics of a middle child, or I guess common characteristics of a middle child, um, I think I do somewhat have trouble feeling equal to my siblings in parent or like parent relationships, I guess, parental relationships. I don't know if that's like how you want to word it. Because the older sibling often kind of holds more responsibilities responsibilities so i mean for my older brother yeah i guess but now that me and my younger brother are a little bit older now and we're able to take care of ourselves he doesn't necessarily have to watch over us all the time sure he'll drive my younger brother places um at times but he didn't have that much responsibility as in comparison to when we were younger so he kind of holds a little bit more of the weight on the family and you know the younger sibling is always well taken care of by their parents because he's 
he, my younger brother's the baby of the family. He's coddled. If I ever try and get into an argument with him, my parents will take his side, regardless of if my argument is justifiable or not. And again, if you talk to them, they will deny it. Because deny, deny, deny. And that's what they do. But it kind of just, it like for a while when I was younger, it kind of felt like a competition for attention between my parents. Because I didn't really enjoy the feeling of being ignored. Um, I've grown used to it now, but it sucks that I think we created this sort of competition. Maybe it was not a competition in my sibling's head, but it definitely felt like one in mine. And, you know, I kind of just found myself in the middle of everything, and it was pretty stressful. I mean, I sat back and I watched, and I didn't really... I. I didn't really get the attention that, um, I guess, every single child deserves. Which, again, sounds sad, but, like, I'm fine now. And I think, you know, I ended up being a good person anyways. Some middle children are, um, end up a little crazy from the true crime cases I've heard. But also, a lot of middle children are successful, I'm like 90% sure Martin Luther King was a um, middle child. The CEO of Nabisco is a middle child, you know. Oh, Bill Gates is a middle child. You know, so many successful people didn't let their birth order affect them. And, you know, I don't, I mean, in my childhood, yeah, it did affect me. But now um, I let it become, I let it shape who I am as a person today. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. Good one, Kristen. <laughs> um, again, never really felt like the favorite of the family, to be honest with you. Uh, I genuinely think that my parents view my older brother to be the most special kid and the um, favorite kid, I guess. I, I, at times, I, I do see them favorite the, uh, my younger brother as well because he is the baby again and, you know you do have a soft spot for the youngest kid. I mean, I have a soft spot for my younger brother. But with my older brother, I do genuinely see the difference in the way that they talk to him and the way that they acknowledge his achievements and the way um, that, like, his life has panned out. I mean, that's not to say that they've never gotten into any arguments about his plans and future plans and whatever, but... I'm saying it in a way that, like, they definitely did regard his personal achievements more than they did mine. Um, same goes for my younger brother. I mean, I'm okay now, but, yeah, it did affect me a lot when I was younger. And if you, again, talk about it with them, I mean, not that you guys would, but <laughs> if you were to ask them if they ever had a favorite They'd be like, no, I love all my kids equally because that's what a good parent would say. But I know deep down in their hearts, they have always viewed the, my older brother as their favorite because that is their firstborn kid. Not only that, that is their firstborn son. And I know um, the difference in gender may not matter in the present year as of now, but... Um, in traditional families, normally, you know, sons carry the weight of the family and they tend to um, want more success for them. And again, my brother is successful. So 
I don't blame them. And that's like their first kid. They, when you become a parent for the first time, from what what I've heard from experiences, because obviously I am not a mother. Thank God. Oh my God, guys. Um, <laughs> you know, that's your first kid. And, and that is the child that made you become a mom, made you become a dad. It's so special. And that bond, I think, is, is something that you would never be able to recreate with any of your other children. Sure, yeah, you're gonna have other kids if you want other kids, but with your firstborn, I feel like it's just always gonna be different and you're never going to um, have that bond with anyone else. Which is kind of why I think, you know, um, I kind of fall somewhere in between. I'm not necessarily, necessarily the favorite of either of my parents, and I think that my brother, my older brother, just kind of stays on top. Um, and, you know, because of this, I think that I do have a little bit more of a distant relationship with my parents. I know I said this earlier um, that I don't feel as equal to my siblings in, you know, parental relationships, my parental relationships because of the lack of attention. And, yeah, I I think it's I'm, I'm a little less family-oriented orient, than my older brother is. I mean, my older brother tells my parents everything and in comparison to me I generally don't think that my parents really know who I am as a person as of now sure I think they always view me as the younger kid that they raised and grew up and that's there's nothing wrong with that but you know people do grow and change and there are a lot of experiences that I don't think I would feel necessarily comfortable with telling them that have um shaped my personality and you know made me who I am today again as I am reiterating um yeah I don't necessarily tell my parents a lot of stuff yeah I guess I do tell my mom a little bit more than I do tell my dad and that's just because it's like a girl-to-girl thing I feel a little bit more comfortable sharing with my mom like you know boys and stuff or like school and stuff but again I don't really share everything I don't share test grades um, unless they decide to look at the grade book, um, I don't share how my day has been because no one really has ever asked, and that's just kind of the way that, um, middle-born children, middle-born child life is for me, personally, you know, again, it doesn't pertain to every single situation, but, um, again, I, yeah, as I was saying, I don't really have super close relationship with my parents, and I think that's okay with me, um, I don't know how it affects them, but, you know, it did affect me when I was younger, but I learned that um, it, it has helped me become more independent, and I don't necessarily rely on my parents anymore. Um, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I live in their house, and they feed me, and they make me food, and they gave me a car to drive, They, I go to school, and, you know, they provided me with all these things, but... The trivial stuff, I do my own laundry, I, I, I'm never reminded of ha- uh, getting schoolwork done on time, they know that um, I'm okay on my own, and it's because of the lack of attention that I received when I was younger that they just assumed that I would be okay on my own, and and I learned to grow and adapt, and then um, um, solidify their belief that yes, I am okay being on my own, and that's the way it was. I do my own laundry. I do the dishes. I clean. I I do everything. And, um, well, obviously not everything, but, you know, I'm a pretty independent kid in 
uh, I know like my younger brother struggles to be um, like kept keep up with school assignments he has to be reminded normally and like seeing that and comparison to me I'm kind of glad that I didn't grow up like that because I am so set on getting these this work done and being reminded and having set reminders um so yeah like I I'm just I'm not necessarily maybe happy with how my childhood was um because I didn't have super close relationships with my parents but you know I'm happy with where I stand today as a, a very independent person that's totally okay if I um lived far away from my parents and you know I'm I'm okay with it so that's basically the general um consensus theory whatever you want to call it characteristics what plays into the middle child syndrome um now I'm gonna get into some personal stories um it's not gonna be a very long segment whatever you want to call it because I don't want to like literally go through every single one of my personal stories that I've experienced as um a middle child but (laughs) when I was like 10 maybe uh I don't know I was definitely like not before before I was a teenager um (coughs) sorry oh my god my grandparents live about an hour away from us up in North Jersey, and we used to visit them a lot when I was younger. So I, when we came back from visiting my grandparents' house, I usually sleep on the way home. And in the, I, we uh, normally took a truck back then because um, we have a uh, Suburban, so it's a pretty big truck, and we needed the room so that we could have the car seat for my younger brother. And I would sit in the back because my older brother would sit in the middle with my younger brother. So I would sit in the back row and sleep. Now, I, I, obviously you could see me from the rear view mirror. I mean, it was pretty in plain sight. I've been in the driver's seat of that truck before. I've never driven, but I've seen the view from the rear view mirror. And you could see me. So um, we got home an hour later after that super long drive. And nobody woke me up from my nap. So when I woke up, I was alone in the car in my driveway in a locked car. So, (laughs) like, they just forgot to wake me up and just, like, left me in the car, in the locked car. I'm 10 years old. I don't have a phone, so I can't text them. I know they're home, obviously. So I, like, our like the car has like the lifting lock I don't know how to explain it but like I don't know how to explain it but the lock is on the window so like you could pull it up to open the door so I did that and then the freaking car alarm went off Ah! and then they remember that they left me in the car so that was my little short story I was also left at LAX for a, (laughs) a little bit This was, I think, before my younger brother was born. But um, back then, when we were younger, we used to visit California a lot because we had some family friends over there. And obviously, we would fly in um, to LAX because it was just, I don't know, like, that's kind of like, if you're going to be in Southern California, that's kind of the airport that you fly into. So we flew into LAX, and my mom was, like, at the bathroom or something. And, no, I think I was in the bathroom or something. And, like... She, like, turned around, and I was just, like, gone. Like, I think I wandered off, and they genuinely, like, just forgot. So I was left at LAX. I mean, obviously, my mom searched for me because that's just 
Like, I mean, that's, that's a pretty serious situation. But yeah, that was, um, I literally just walked off because they forgot to put a leash on me or something. I was a wild kid, bro. I was straight up a wild kid. <laughs> um, this is kind of a more general event kind of personal story, but like, uh, every, I mean, a lot of the times when we used to have, um, family dinners, I mean, we don't really have a lot of family dinners now just because everyone's older and a lot busier. I would straight up just be ignored. I mean, like, nobody really asks how my day is when I get home and stuff. I just kind of, like, go up in my room and do my homework now. That I'm used to. Before when I was, uh, before that, like, when I wasn't used to when I was younger, I mean, like, no, like nobody would really ask me how my day was and stuff. But obviously they would ask my other siblings. Um, and I just, like, didn't, like, I would be really, like, literally disregarded at the family dinner I would try and speak and my family would just start speaking a little bit louder than me. So I would just stop talking. And like that really hurt my feelings. That still happens now. Um, Sometimes like my younger brother will look at me and start listening. But like that's about it. And that low key hurts my feelings a little bit. But that's why I'm so like when I look for traits in other people that I like. That's why I want to look for someone who is a good listener because I just lacked that um kind of trait in my family I didn't experience that so that's why I really like good listeners I also like when they make eye contact when they when you're talking to them and um they're just like so attentive so yeah again I guess that's why um I am like that and I got a positive out of that so I guess it's not that bad but again it's kind of sad low-key um so yeah again it's kind of just like a here and there situation Obviously, I wasn't ignored my entire life, but I kind of am thrown off to the side sometimes and disregarded. I mean, I do get a lot of good grades and they just kind of like, are like, yeah, I mean, like they expect that of me because I'm, again, like the academically oriented child. But so, um, you know, when I do get um, good grades on things and stuff, they're just like, yeah, that's cool, I guess. Um, I got into the honors program for one of the universities that I applied to. My dad was like, ah, okay, cool. What is, what is, what's the point of you telling me type of situation? So, um, yeah, I, I get my personal achievements disregarded a lot. No, but there are times sometimes, um, with like super, super big achievements that they, um, do acknowledge at times. Um, they acknowledged when I did get elected to be president of, uh, NEHS so that was cool but most of the time it's uh never really consistent it's very wishy-washy so I just kind of stopped telling them uh what goes on in my life and I I think you know unless they asked I mean I would tell them but it's kind of just like I just it's I'm I just stopped telling them which is like okay I guess I mean it's nothing really super big I don't tell them when a new podcast episode comes out. I did tell them that I started a podcast um, when I originally did because my dad bought me my mic. Um, but I don't really tell them when a new episode comes out. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of pretty much it. I mean, that's the extent of how my life has been as a middleborn. Um, I don't think it's super, super crazy. I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of middle children have uh, kind of experienced my same situations I guess again 
not my only personality trait, but I did want to sit down and talk about it with you guys because I thought it was pretty interesting and I did write my college essay about it. Um, and I, I think it really did affect me a lot um, personality-wise. And and that's okay. I, I, I think I, I did grow up to be a pretty good person and I'm really proud of my parents for the way that they raised me, even though... Maybe I'm a little bit more independent, a little bit more quiet, and, and a little bit more or less family-oriented. But, you know, I think I'm never going to degrade them for the way that they raised me or decided to raise me because I can't really have a say in it, you know? I'm not a parent. I'm not a mom. I don't really know. Never raised a kid. So I think it's okay. And, you know, it's very common in a lot of parents, obviously, that's why I'm sitting here talking today, that middle children end up this way the way that I am I mean you know there are some differences but we have a lot in common like if I were to share some stories about being disregarded or ignored I'm sure middle children were to relate if you are a middle child and you are listening to this I'm sure at some point when I've been speaking you probably related even a little bit so yeah I think that's a pretty interesting topic um I'm really glad I sat down in here and talked today. I think I kind of faced <laughs> a little bit of my past that I kind of just didn't want to acknowledge. And I think that was really good for me. Um, yeah, being a middle child's crazy, y'all. But it's never a bad thing. I don't think... I'm never hating on being a middle child, being the oldest, being the youngest. We all have our struggles. I'm never saying that the middle child struggles the most. That's not true. Um... But I just wanted to share some of the hardships, I guess, uh, situations that we've been put through. And yeah, general rule of thumb, you know, personality and life outcomes are not necessarily defined by just your birth order. Maybe they do play a little bit of a part. Again, they played a, a huge part in my life. But, you know, it's also defined by a variety, ver <laughs> it's also defined by a variety of social, financial, and um, family influences. So don't expect being your birth order to be your only personality trait. And I think that's really all I have to say today, to be honest with you guys. Thank you for sitting down and listening. And thank you to all my friends that reach out and just tell me that they enjoy listening on every single episode. I think uh, it's so cute and it really does push me to um, record more episodes and you know, it's not a job for me. It's something that I enjoy, genuinely. So for someone to enjoy um, something that I genuinely love, and that's my hobby, I, like, it just motivates me. So thank you guys, and thank you to all my friends that reach out and tell me that they enjoy listening to this podcast. And I hope you guys really enjoyed. I'm gonna try and do uh, a little bit of a lighter topic next episode maybe I don't know depending on how I'm feeling but yeah thank you guys for listening I'll see you in next week's episode on Sunday and I hope you guys enjoyed thanks dumb diary